Welcome to the Legendary Leaders Podcast, Making Legendary Leaders, with your host, Katrina Jameson, where we focus on business, leadership, and life. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Legendary Leaders. I am excited that you are joining me today. This is episode number two in a series of 11, focusing on why we as women women business leaders, why we can't make money. Why can't we move our businesses over a million dollars? In the world of business, especially in the United States, with 40% of those businesses being owned by women, why is it that only 1.2% of those businesses earn over a million dollars? It's crazy, right? It's awesome that we own so many businesses, that it's almost equal in the United States, right? Half the businesses are owned by men and half the businesses are owned by women. But, but the disparity happens where we're talking about revenue generated, right? When only 1.2% of the female-owned businesses make over a million dollars, there's something wrong. And so we have to look within ourselves to say, what are we doing to hold ourselves back? What are we doing and what decisions are we making that aren't helping us? And we've got to eliminate those, Okay. That's what we're challenged with. So today, we are going to talk about perfectionism, okay? Money and perfectionism. So again, why are we talking about this? Because I want to push you to move and break that barrier and let's move the 1.2% to 5%, to 10%, to 15, 20. Let's move it, let's move them all. Let's move all of our businesses to a level of revenue generation that empowers you, okay? And so today we're going to talk about perfectionism. All right, so what is perfectionism? Perfectionism is where we simply think that we have to have everything just right in order to be able to move forward. And it's it's a control factor. So let me walk you through an example. Let me paint this picture and see if this resonates with you. So you're waking up each morning with a to-do list, right? Now, most of us have to-do lists. But let me walk you through this. You wake up each morning, and let's say this morning you have probably, what, 15 things on your to-do list, and that's just for today. That's just today's to-do list. Does that sound about right? And you start cranking out that list. I mean, you are working on it. You're moving through. I mean, you're powering through the list. It's starting to be a good day. And you get finished with number two on your list, and your phone rings, or your email dings, or you're just tired from the night before, something happens to slow you down for just a second. And then with that mental slowdown, then suddenly a kid needs something or your spouse needs something um, or the cat or the dog or the neighbor, something happens. And that little mental break and pause now becomes a full interruption and distraction. And so then you get derailed and delayed. Now, you come back about two hours later and you start picking up on action number three. And so then you knock out a few more. And at the end of the day, you, you have moved through six of your to-dos. Six. Because let's keep in mind and remember that our to-dos as business leaders, they're big. It's not like the to-dos that you have at home where it's dust the living room, right? That's a pretty fast, easy to-do. It'll take you maybe 20 minutes to do that and you've moved forward. Our to-dos as business leaders, it's research, it's thought, it's brain power, 
It takes a lot of mental work for us to lead our businesses, right? And so to simply say we have a to-do list doesn't really describe what we have to do every single day to run our business, right? But nonetheless, of the 15 things, you've gotten six done because you are a one-woman show. And if you don't get it done, it doesn't get done. All right? So as you look at, at accomplishment number six for the day, you know, and you're kind of patting yourself on the back, you're like, man, I'm hitting my stride now. I am moving through. This is great. I'm going to be able to tackle a lot more of these things. You look at the clock and you realize it's 530 in the evening. The day's gone. Right? And so then what happens? Well, you have to get up and you need to fix dinner because your family's coming home or your family's coming down from their rooms or wherever they've been hiding out throughout the day or maybe you've been hiding out and you've got to go join them, whatever it is, right? But either way, it's 5.30. And you need to cook or prepare something for dinner and get ready to spend that family time together. Maybe you need to pick up around the house a little bit. Um, and you keep looking longingly at that laptop. Maybe you carried it with you from your space or maybe your space is super close, you can see it. But either way, you've, you're moving through dinner, family evening time, and you know doing things around the house, but you still are longingly looking at the work that needs to be done because remember, you only got to number six, which means there are nine other things that you need to get done. And so every evening now, it's a decision that you have to make between, uh, do I spend time with my family or do I go ahead and do the work? And you feel equally pulled in two different directions. And maybe if the kids go to bed early or maybe if they tackle their, their schoolwork later tonight or maybe they hang out with friends or whatever it is, maybe if they go do that, I can sacrifice some time with my spouse just this once and I can go ahead and get a little extra work done. But let's say you can't sacrifice that time. Let's say it's a choice and you don't want to. And I don't blame you for that. Okay? You don't need to make a choice between your family life and your business. The majority of the time, you should be able to tackle both. Okay? And we're going to get to that. All right? So, my question to you is, number one, how familiar does that feel or sound to you? That story. Because what happens? Here's the other familiar part. You decide not to go back to work. You take the nine things, you move them to the next day, and the next day's to-dos were already long. You already had seven to-dos for the following day, so now you add the nine, and you've got 16 to-dos now for tomorrow. And then you think, well, you know what? That's okay, because tomorrow's going to be an even better day, and I'm going to be able to deliver on this. I can do it, because I, I can just do it. Tomorrow's going to be easier. You know, kids are going to be out of the house or, you know, X, Y, Z is going to happen or today was just a fluke with whatever interrupted me. I'm going to be able to get through my list tomorrow. And you confidently believe that and you're optimistic about it. And so you go to bed confident and you wake up the next day and you tackle it again. So my question to you is how many days have you lived that cycle or something similar? I'm going to tell you it's too many. One of the most common reasons that women do not reach the million dollar plus mark in revenue in their business is because they want to do it all. Now think about all those things that I said in that example about how this woman, right? Me, you, your best friend, all of us, whomever, right? Owned everything. 
And that to-do list, you never heard me mention it being handed off to a virtual assistant or a non-virtual assistant, you know, someone local. Anybody, a teammate, a direct report, nothing. You didn't hear any of that, right? It wasn't handed off. Whose to-do list was it? It was yours. It was the ladies in the, in the example, right? It was ours. It was mine. It was all of ours. At some point, if we haven't changed it, and this is the life that you're living, that's your to-do list. You don't give it to anyone else. When it was 5.30, what happened? Well, the lady in the example went to go cook dinner and spend time with family. She picked up around the house. She had to keep making a decision between family time and work time. Okay? Most women own it all. And they own it all because they feel like they need to. They feel responsible for it all. They say things to themselves like, well, I signed up for this. I signed up for it. I willingly signed up to start and run this business, so I can't complain. I mean, this is just a part of business. Or, hey, look, I would totally, you know, maybe look for some help, but I'm the only one that can do this. I mean, I'm the one that knows how to do this. I'm the one that can do it the best. You know, I, it's me, right? Or, I don't have the money right now to pay for someone else to do this, right? Okay, so I want you to think about that. Are you telling yourselves, or yourself personally, those, you know, excuses? I'm going to say they're excuses. I know that's a strong word, okay, and I get it. But we can be very excuse-driven whenever we feel like we must be responsible for something that we've either told ourselves we need to be responsible for or maybe our families told us we need to be responsible for. And so then we own it because we feel responsible for it. I'm telling you right now, if you're telling yourself you signed up to run this business and that's why you can't get help, you're wrong. If you're telling yourself you are the only one that can do XYZ, depending upon what XYZ is, 95% of the time, you're wrong. Okay? And the reason why I'm telling you this is because I've lived it. I've watched other people live it. I have heard things like, but Katrina, I just can't let that go. I just, I can't let that little piece go. I can't delegate that. Nobody else can do that. Whether it's, you know, check and make sure that something is working effectively in your, in your ad on Facebook. Going back and checking the numbers and making sure it's working correctly. No, 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 no. I can't let that go. I'm responsible. This is my business. I'm responsible. I've got to pull that. I can't, I can't let somebody else come and clean my house. This is my house. I wouldn't be a good homeowner, a good spouse, a good parent if I didn't clean my own home. What are you talking about? Or what if, I mean, I'm supposed to cook dinner. I grew up in a family and, you know, my mom and my mom's mom and her mom, I mean, they all cooked. And so that's how I was raised. I have to do it that way. Does any of that sound familiar? There's probably others. But I can tell you that I've told myself those things from time to time. Being fully honest with you. Okay? What about, I'm the only one who knows how. Or, if there's a mistake, I want it to be my mistake. Okay? I'm okay with me making mistakes, but... I don't want anybody else to make those mistakes. That's just too much on them. That's not fair. Or, but what about my brand, Katrina? I mean, you're telling me that my brand is important. I can't damage my brand. I've got to make sure my brand is just right. 
My brand's got to look perfect because I'm just getting it out there. How many of those things have you said to yourself and how many times? Okay, at the end of the day, I'm going to tell you, why can't you let something go? Why does it have to be your mistake? Why don't you train someone else to do it? Why, why are you the only one that knows how? At the end of the day, we do a lot of things to justify why we have to be perfect. We tell ourselves what we consider valid reasons for perfectionism. And they're not valid. They're just excuses. Okay? From experience, they're just excuses. Perfectionism has to stop. And delegation has to start if you are going to create a company that generates that revenue. If you want to get out of the struggles of startup and get into the fast pace of growth and true impact in the customer that you're serving, you have to delegate. You have to stop worrying about being perfect. You have to stop telling yourself the lies. Stop lying to yourself. I'm challenging you with this. Look in the mirror and ask yourself, are you sabotaging yourself because you think it has to be perfect and you are the only one that can do it that way? Because it's not true. You're going to have to decide at some point what's more important to you. Revenue or perfectionism. Okay? Now that's a harsh truth, but it's a truth. And you're going to have to make the decision. You're going to have to ask yourself, is total control worth it? What do I want more? Total control or freedom? Which really is control? Ask yourself that. Because here's the thing. I don't know anybody who's really going to say, mm, hey, I'm totally good with making $40,000 a year in my business so I can be in control. I mean, well worth the trade-off. Am I right? But I'm going to tell you right now, that's what you're doing. If you're giving yourself these excuses, if you're telling yourself that you are the only one that can do something, even if you have the ability to bring in someone else, then you're doing a disservice to yourself. That's not the truth. You're trying to maintain control and perfectionism because you're afraid so stop being afraid. Be more afraid of not making the million dollars than you are to, to simply delegate and let someone else do something. Because I'm going to tell you what, and I've done episodes on this many, many times. Please, I'm going to tell you right now, please come in and replace me. Right? That's what we should be thinking. Please come in and replace me. It is not going to hurt my, my feelings not one bit. Come in and replace me. I'm going to hire and have always hired people smarter than me that do things better than me. And if you listen back to the other episodes that I've done, think about what I've already taught you. You're going to hire someone who's going to do things that you don't like to do or that you're not good at. That's the first hire you're going to make. Hallelujah, right? Because now your nine tasks that you didn't get to today and probably you didn't get to them because probably four of them you hate and you don't want to get to them, and they keep getting passed over to the next day and the next day and the next day. And it doesn't hurt your feelings because you really don't want to do them anyway. Well, you're not going to live in that world anymore because they're on your to-do list for a reason. It has to get done. If your business is going to grow, everything that you know you need to do has to be done. So bring in someone to get that done for you. Right? There's nothing wrong with that. That's not a failure. Please replace me. That's what I want you to start saying to yourself when it comes to your business and some of these other things in your life. 
please replace me. Please come in and take care of the tasks that are very simple. Do creative mock-ups for me. You know, work in Canva. Happy to let you do that, please. Check the email. Schedule appointments for me, right? Go ahead and edit my document. Let me be the idea strategic gener you know, idea generator in this company. Let me be strategic, let me be visionary, let me drive the pace and the pathway of this company. Replace me on everything else. I am fine with that. And that's where you need to be. You need to be fine with that. I want you to also look at your personal life. I want you to be fine with being replaced in your personal life when it comes to cleaning or cooking or doing tasks that don't result in quality time with your family. Okay? Because what's happening right now is you're looking at your business and you're looking at your home, for example, and you're saying, well, I can see the task getting done in my business and I can see the work getting done at home. So I'm just going to sacrifice my family time so I can feel good within myself that I've gotten this work done. But I'm telling you right now, that's not what the quality life is about. That's not where you want to be. You want to spend your time doing the things that only you can do in your business and in your personal life. So again, please replace me. Replace me when it comes to the task work that anyone can do in my business. I can hire experts that can do it better than me. Please replace me. Please replace me when it comes to cleaning my home or cooking or running errands or going to the grocery store or picking up the dry cleaning, whatever it is. Replace me. Because now I'm going to spend the time doing what only I can do. I'm going to spend the time being creative in the business space and I'm going to spend time with my family, loving them and being a parent and a spouse to them that only I can do. And that's what perfectionism, when we eliminate that and allow other people to come and help us, that's the life we get to live. So if any of this is resonating with you, if it sounds true to you, that you are giving yourself those excuses, if you are doing those things that are holding you back, I'm challenging you today to look in the mirror and say, replace me. That's your call to action. Replace me. And then I want you to formulate a plan on how to do that. Okay, maybe you can't afford someone right now, but what I want you to do is sit down and say, well, if I held back two months of spending on something that's minor, okay, you can't hold back on buying, you know, your kid's school lunch or something like that, right? We can't make bad decisions, but are there things that you're splurging on that you could hold back for two months and save that money and hire an assistant and commit that your assistant is going to help you for a set period of time for however much money you saved. And then when they come in, success with your assistant is going to look like what? How much additional revenue will you generate by having that person there doing the other tasks so that you can then focus on the things that only you can do, that propel the business forward, okay? That sells your idea, your offer, right? Such that by the end of the two or three or four or five months, however much money you got to save and could pay for that salary, you now have your business sustaining that salary on its own. This is how you move forward. This is what I want you to think about. You can do this, but you've got to stop holding yourself back. Look in the mirror today. Ask yourself the hard questions. 
find the courage to say, replace me, and then take action around it. Be legendary.